0: While the House of Representatives irresponsibly dawdles on aiding Ukraine and Israel, two other events underscore a world that is ominously unraveling. Hello, I'm Steve Ford and this is What's Ahead, We get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. The recent fall of a Ukrainian town to Russian forces because of a shortage of munitions for the defenders and the blatant murder of Russians' leading dissident in an arctic gulag should seriously unsettle everyone who prizes freedom. This comes as the Russian-Ukrainian war enters its third year. Incredibly, and totally unnecessarily, Ukraine is on defense. Vladimir Putin's horde of invaders are beginning to push back a Ukrainian military that is suffering increasing shortages of equipment and ammunition because the U.S. and Europe are halting deliveries of necessary armaments. Ukraine would have long ago defeated Russia if, at the start of the conflict, it had been provided with the types and quantities of necessary armaments. But the U.S. would never let Kiev get what was needed to finish the job. Biden's timid team was terrified that Putin would really get mad and blow up the world. Occasionally, Putin and his minions utter ominous warnings, knowing they will spook Washington as well as certain chancelleries in Europe. The core problem is that the Bidenites have no real clue what the end game should be. Republican isolationists are now mimicking the confusion and indecision, opposing more assistance for Ukraine on the grounds that there is, quote, no clear end point, end quote. All this is music to Putin, not to mention Xi Jinping and the Iranian Ayatollahs. Putin realized early on that the best strategy for a win over Ukraine was to wait the West out. That today, the U.S.-led opponents of the Soviet Union during the Cold War no longer had the clarity of purpose and staying power to successfully confront the malignant forces that want a new international order hostile to our basic values that have dominated since World War II. The lack of a strategic vision from Washington and the free world explains the aimless appeasement of Iran we're still refusing to stop its illegal exports of oil and our haphazard response to China's relentless efforts to negate U.S. influence in Asia and indeed the rest of the world. President Biden should, but won't, use this anniversary of the war in Ukraine to take immediate steps to help, even as the House of Representatives twiddles its thumbs. That is, intensified delivery of needed weaponry, like F-16s and long-range artillery, Push our NATO allies to do the same. Biden still has $4.4 billion of previously authorized equipment he can send, but is not doing so. He should urge Ukraine to focus on undermining the Kremlin's precarious hold on Crimea. And then Biden should unleash the big move. Start using the $300 billion of frozen Russian central bank assets to fund Ukraine's war effort. That would be a huge blow to the Kremlin. One way or the other, Putin would know Ukraine could fight on with increasing strength. He had Alexei Navalny killed because he thought there'd be no meaningful repercussions. Using those frozen assets would be a fitting response. I'm Steve Forbes, thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions, and I look forward to being with you soon again.